Hello and welcome back to lessons from award-winning publisher podcasts from Media Voices. I'm Peter Houston and I'm learning all I can about making successful podcasts from some of the winners of the 2021 Publisher Podcast Awards. In this episode, I'm speaking with Benjamin Thompson, host at the Nature Podcast and part of the team that put together Coronapod, the winner of our 2021 Coronavirus Podcast category. The first thing I wanted to ask Benjamin was how a dedicated coronavirus podcast came about at Nature. We've been producing the the weekly Nature podcast, that's our weekly science news show, for, for a very, very long time. And it was, I guess, around the start of 2020 that we started sort of touching in on this new strange virus that seemed to be spreading a little bit and obviously we, we found out a little bit more that was going on and and as we know I think it's, you know all of our all of your listeners are obviously well aware of what, what has happened since and as things started to grow and started to change we were covering it a bit more and of course then then things shifted fa- fairly drastically certainly here in the UK and, and we started working from home like you know everybody else did too right and I think we were like well this this really is a huge science story how can we cover this from a nature perspective? Because, of course, we are science journalists around the world and we know a lot of people who know a lot of stuff about this. So so what, what can we add that isn't necessarily been done in the rest of the media? And and so we put our heads together and said, well, from home, what can we do? And and we sketched it out and said, well, we know that, that our listeners really enjoy deep dives into a certain topic because they told us that when we run a survey, you know, a couple of years ago, like, what do you enjoy listening to? And so we knew there was an appetite for something that really got got into a story. And this clearly is, was and is a massive story. So we sketched it out. And I think within, I think it was like four days, we'd said, right, I'm, a, I'm in a basement in Streatham. You're, you're at home in your living room. We want to get someone else as well. So in the end, it was, it was me, uh, my colleague, Noah Baker, who's the chief multimedia editor at Nature, and uh, and Amy Maxman, who is an amazing reporter, a senior reporter at Nature, and she is based in California. So the three of us, I think it was a Friday afternoon, I think it was our time, we we, we sat down and we just started talking. We worked out what, you know, what was going on at the moment, what was the big kind of science angle at that time, and we just went with it. Obviously, when you start up a new podcast, there's a lot of collateral you need to think of. So we worked with the art team who knocked up some amazing, you know, thumbnail art and all, all the rest of it. And when the show started, it was kind of split into two parts. Um, the first part was this discussion between Noah, Amy and myself. Um, and that was a little bit more freeform. And the second part of the show was a little bit more of a structured package, you know, Radio 4, NPR sort of style thing. And that was really maybe focusing on the issues that were facing scientists and, and researchers and medical practitioners right then and there. In terms of that package, was the idea there that you took on just that single topic, almost like a, a mini documentary within the episode? Yeah, to, to an extent, but it wasn't necessarily about something specific. For example, we we spoke to some researchers who had suddenly had to switch focus. Like, you know, um, we spoke to some people at CERN, you know, the big particle accelerator kind of experiment, who had said, well, actually, it turns out that making ventilators and making sort of giant physics experiments aren't as different as you might think. So the people who said, right, how can we drop everything to, to help out with that? And people who'd switched focus, you know, gone from doing 3D printing experiments to working out how to make face masks for paramedics in the US. So, so people who'd done that, um, we spoke to folk who were working on vaccine development, which at the time, 
was really quite new. Like, how do you do a, go about developing a vaccine? And we actually spoke to some of the people who ended up, you know, producing the super successful Oxford AstraZeneca vaccine back when they were kind of sorting it out, like, well, how could we do this? What could we go about? Which is amazing when you think about it, how far that's come and how quickly that's come. Um, so we managed to get some stories like that. And I think that was really, really interesting because obviously it, it spoke to some of the issues affecting the community. Like, you know, what, how do I make sure that my research still gets funded? Obviously, I can't do my PhD for a while because I'm stuck at home. What does that mean? So that those sorts of issues. So the, so the front half of the show really was looking at what's going on right now. And the second half was a bit more a bit more community focused, maybe. That ran, I guess, from March until what, maybe July, August. Is that right? Mm, that's that's right. And uh, and I think we, we, we did that every week for, for, for a while. And and then things seem to be maybe changing up a little bit at the time. To, to, you know, in, in our opinion, I think some of the same stories were coming up. And so we wanted to change focus a little bit. So what we did was we folded the show, we folded Coronapod back into the main Nature podcast as a separate segment. And so just keep ticking over there, a little bit more cut down. We didn't do the separate kind of segment. We just did the, the sort of the, uh, the discussion part. And that was seven, eight, nine minutes long, I guess, give or take, you know, each week. And so we did that for a while. And then I think it was coming up towards maybe the back end of last year that things changed up again. We were like, right, I mean, it seems like we're in a new phase again. And certainly if we think about vaccines, for example, that really was the start of 2021 that things things changed a great deal there. So we spun it out again, back into a, a separate show again, but just with the discussion parts. Talking about things like antibody treatments and the pros and cons of that the latest thoughts at the time on on covid and and how it might affect people who are pregnant you know and and what have you mrna vaccines of course which you know a lot more about now but what what were they and also one of our colleagues interviewed a lot of researchers to say what might the future look like with this coronavirus so we did a little bit of future gazing there the situation was and is to some extent unprecedented as a publisher you love routine don't you you do the same thing over and over and over again and that's how you get good at it but in this instance that wasn't quite working so you had to be flexible i think that's the key and, and, I, and i'll say the multimedia team here at Nature, I work with some fantastic colleagues, and not all of them have been involved in all of Coronapod, but you know, we still have the, the main show as well. And so, you know, it's like if if one gets to one volume gets turned down, the other one gets turned up. And so you work out that balance. So everyone pitches in. So we were still say putting out all that all that stuff. But you, you're right; it has been obviously unprecedented. I think that's the right word to use. And we have had to be flexible with it. And say we've we've changed the show a few times, and we've kept it going. And we know that our audience appreciates it um, because. We asked them, you know, uh, in the middle of last year what they thought about it. And they said, you know, firstly, thanks very much for, for having this as a separate show, because I think that was something in our, in our minds that we wanted to keep the regular nature podcast as its own thing. as so like a little a little oasis. If you just want science news, then, hey, that's there for you. But if you, you know, if you really want to know what's going on in the, in the coronavirus sort of pandemic, then we've got this, too. And I think some people really, really appreciated that because obviously there was so much going on. It was nice to maybe get a bit of headspace. But also, you know, we know that that people were were, of course, hungry for for information because, of course, I mean, I think we all were, right? So, I mean, I'm sure we keep hitting F five on the newspaper to find out what's been going on, and we know that people found our show on Spotify or on Google Podcasts or, or wherever they get their their shows from just by searching for you know coronavirus news or coronavirus science or things like that. So, so I think. What what was an experiment to begin with, I think, in terms of like, well, we haven't done something like this before. We have to be flexible. I think it's turned out to be really valuable for for our listeners and and for us as well because it's been good to be able to get these stories out there. Do you think you got new listeners from from doing the Corona Pod? I mean, I I, I think so. I mean, it's obviously 
working out podcast listening stats is a is always a, tr- a tricky thing, right? I think we 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 all know that. But yeah, I, I think from the responses to this survey, yeah, people found us by by searching for it and, and looking for the, looking for the content. And I mean, I, they've stuck with us, and, and and I hope they they will continue to do so. I know that you you're not involved in the commercial aspect of the the podcast, but this is pretty much a public service job, right? I certainly didn't hear any attempt to drive subscription revenues or have sponsorship or anything like that. Peter, we we are science journalists first and foremost and this is of course the the biggest science story you could argue of, of our careers so for us getting that information out there telling the stories in an accurate way um and having access to the context who, who you know who could give us the context was amazing so that was that really was our, our driving forces this is this is a weekly news show this is what we do for a living right let's make sure we do it well i think i saw in the entry that you put on um for the awards that trust was absolutely at the core of this you know the idea that you're trying to develop trust or or not trying to develop just maintain and continue trusting at this new area yeah I mean, i think when it comes to things like this i mean that's that's kind of all you have right i mean it's it's very rare you'll get to to meet listeners or listeners will get to meet podcast hosts regardless of what the show is um and there's a lot of stuff out there and if and if if people don't trust us, they'll go elsewhere. So I think it's it's most important to us that we do accurate, timely journalism. And I, and I think, you know, the show has been testament to that and and, and getting those stories out there with the clarity that, that I think was, was absolutely necessary because there was so much noise out there that, that we were really, really prided ourselves and really took the care and the time to make sure that we were, we were absolutely on it at all times, you know? Do you think, media did a decent job or podcast did a decent job of covering coronavirus obviously you're the best but did any you know was other ones did a decent job i think what this pandemic has shown is there is a lot of excellent science journalism out there and i think it's i mean i i listen to other 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 shows as well you know to see what's going on and i think i think it really has shown the value of that um, in terms of production, you've, you've already said you're using the same studio as you were, which is basically, you know, not, maybe not a, yourself under a blanket or a duvet, but more or less. Um, did you learn, did you get better at it? Have you got better at it? So actually, it turns out the person who used to own this flat had left, uh, was a musician and had left a load of sound you know deadening tiles when they when they moved out and so i was like i i, I think i can probably use these and tried to construct a little vocal booth and uh, i won't lie to you peter it was awful uh it really didn't work um it sounded like i was you know 100, 100 feet underwater for some for whatever reason right it should have worked but didn't so i very much gone into the uh we have the kind of the clothes dryer throw a duvet over that there's a couple of blankets in it um and that's what I, what i've been using for a while and it's been working pretty well actually i, I must i must say um there's a few times where I take pictures of it because I want to put things back exactly as they were, you know, to try and make sure I get the same sound. When I get a really good one, I want to make sure that I can do it again. But uh, it, 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 is, it is what it is to an extent, right? I mean, it's, it's working well for us now. Um, I often find myself sitting wearing two pairs of headphones so I can monitor, but, you know, two sources at the same time, all these sorts of things. But, uh, but I think it's shown that, that it is certainly possible to do. And I think if, if something sounds bad, people won't listen to it, right? I mean, I think that's, I, I certainly subscribe to that. Like, I, I've stopped listening to podcasts because the sound is awful. So I think, again, I think we're, we're at least doing okay in that in that aspect, you know? You were going to go off and launch a new podcast for another subject or another, for even another publication. Did you learn anything from this whole exercise? I think we were lucky that we'd asked people 
previously, before all this started, you know, about their thoughts on our original and our, you know, our weekly podcast, our nature podcast. And we got that sense of this is what people are interested in. And that really added a bit of weight to our sort of let's spin this out into its own thing. So I think knowing what there's an appetite for is is key. And I, I will say that, you know, there may be times in the future where we have to do something like this. I hope the situation isn't nearly as as, as awful as clearly it has been. But I, but I think, yeah, at a pinch, we could absolutely do it. Obviously, you know, we are, we are in a rather envious position of we have a network of truly world-class science journalists, you know, around the world who we can call on. And obviously, we, you know, we, we, are, we are the same here as well. So in that aspect, we, you know, we, we, we had the people and we knew the story. So we had that to fall back on at the very, very least. I think knowing what your audience are into, I think, and, and what, the, what they're interested in is, is, is really, really useful and certainly gave us a bit of a kickstart. Thanks for listening to Lessons from Award-Winning Publisher Podcast from Media Voices. And a huge thank you to Benjamin for taking the time to talk to me. You can see the shortlist for the 2022 Publisher Podcast Awards over at publisherpodcastawards.com. This year's awards ceremony will be back in London on April the 27th. Our tickets are sold out, but if you want to follow along and find out who wins this year, follow us on Twitter at PubPodAwards. <laughs>